10.23 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? I'm fine. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you. It's almost as if we've taken a week off and then, as usual, completely forgotten how to do a podcast in the meantime. Uh, no, I, I, I was, something else was in my head and I was like, oh crap, I need to think of something to say. And then it was too late. Was it those, too late. Was it those bastards on buzzer TV that stole our theme song? Is that what was, uh, making you all, uh, discombobulated? Buzzer TV. Uh, that must've been another one. I thought I had played, it was from, uh, the, oh, there was some cooking show on the Roku channel, but, uh, it's like old Quibi content or whatever. Yeah. Quibi, which, by the way, we predicted on this show would be a complete failure. And it wasn't. Adam, uh, have you had a good week? Did you have Monday off? Did you, did you have a holiday on Monday? No, I didn't, have, I didn't have any time off at all. Oh, by the way, I will say the Quibi content is not bad. Um, if you need, because Mark and I are always, we, as we know, we watch a lot of TV. And sometimes we're looking for small, like, Oh my gosh, I don't have enough time. And we eat lunch together as well. But it's like, oh my God, I got a meeting at one and I, and I have to, I don't, my meeting goes till 1230. I only have half an hour, but I have to make a sandwich, but we want to play something. We've got like 10 minutes, you know, Quibi content. Perfect. Six minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes. I just threw my coaster across the room for no reason. It stuck to the bottom of my cup. Um, you should really watch that dismantled where they, you know, I told you where they, they shoot food at people from a cannon. We, we, anyway, we were recording live in front of a live chat room. And I just got to say, uh, Kathy Marshall in the chat room just said that she loves buzzard TV. It's, uh, their obituary covered coverage is second to none. No, it's buzzard. Like it's, uh, but spelled in a very web 3.0 way. So like B U Z Z R right. Uh, buzzer TV. Is that like After Buzz? Wasn't there a YouTube channel at one there point was. called what was After that? Buzz? Maria Menudos or whatever her name is that does all the, the movie stuff? Yeah. After Buzz TV was this marketing deal where uh, she basically hired people for pennies to come in and talk about every reality show. So it was basically RuPaul's Drag Race recap and uh, the cooking show recaps. And it's like, so for every single reality show on television, there was an After Buzz video for it on YouTube, which of course was, there may still be, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, Maria Menudo's as, as in the, or whatever her name is, as in the Fox news. I don't lady. think she was Fox. Was she? I thought she was, uh, H. Let's like, if only there was an internet work system of computers that we could look this up in, uh, Maria. I have my windows locked. I cannot Google anything. Maria Menounos. Uh, oh, Menounos. Menounos. American journalist, television presenter, and actress. She has hosted on Extra and E! News. That's where she came from. It was Extra. Oh, Extra, Extra, Extra. extra. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, now I'm completely lost because we- My we week was fine. Okay. I did not have Monday off. I do know- There's just been a lot of meetings. That's it. I do know people tune into this show specifically to hear- uh, about my running journey, because as we all know, as an elite athlete, I have been training for a 10 K coming up in April. Uh, I also have an eight K coming up in end of February and, uh, people just love to know exactly how my training is going. And let me tell you something, Adam, this has been a, this has been the lowest week that I have had in my training. And, uh, I think I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I had, my shin was kind of tight. 
when I was running and, uh, yep, so yep. I, 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 did some stuff, you know, I basically like stretch some extra stretches or whatever. And then when I, uh, you know, ran, it was just fine the next time that I ran, uh, it came back on this past Tuesday and, uh, it just, it is the most defeating feeling in the world when your body is basically saying, no, no, I don't care what kind of progress you've made. Screw you. No, you're, you fat ass. You're just gonna, you know, you're not gonna run anymore. Um, so I did a lot of research on it on the interwebs. And so I decided to just take a week off. So, this Tuesday, I ran just just a little over a mile before my shin was hurting, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what I can find on the internet about this. Uh, so I did not run for the rest of the week. I will not be running on Sunday, so I will not be running again until next Tuesday. Still well, trying to do that two-minute interval. You know, you shouldn't be too down on yourself because some people are just not made to run. Running is a very hard sport shall we say on your body it's very hard on your joints i was told and i was told, it's a lot of impact i was told right? that i was born to run by bruce finkstein himself oh really really well i mean some people are not so it doesn't necessarily mean that you're out of shape i can't run now the thing i mean my knees will not see now i was i was just about to say that's bullshit um because studies it is not bullshit my after, knees oh hurt my every God, time i run stop, we, study after study has shown that running actually strengthens your knees it's like strengthen you know running actually would make that better now if you overwork your knee while you're training to run that's one thing but uh you know that's that's a, a horse of a different color but if you can get past, past that excruciating pain, like a knife jabbing into your knee. You start out knee, very then... slowly. You run just a little bit and then you work up over time. And that's actually, that strengthens the tendons and the muscles around your knee, which takes the pressure off your joint. Anyway, uh, that's not important. Adam. But the important part is I felt, it was just, it's just very defeating. When you, when you, when you have a goal in mind and I was really looking forward to smashing that two minute ver barrier, you know, that barrier, right? It's like, I have still, the, the, the furthest I got in my training comfortably was running a minute, 50 seconds and walking a minute 30. And I wanted to run for two minutes and one second and walk for a minute 30. And I'm able to do that for a few cycles, but I still haven't done that for the full course. And so I'm, I'm holding back. So I'm, yeah, here we are third week of the new year and I still haven't been able to get past two minutes. It's just, it's, it's defeating. It feels, it feels defeating. That run is sneaking up on you too. I mean, you're, you know, April. I mean, the good news is, is that they only require a 16 minute pace in the uh, actual race that I'm doing, the 10 K that I'm doing. And I didn't realize there was a pace requirement. I thought you could walk, run, crawl, like whatever you wanted to do. In you these you can, as long as you make it 16 minutes a mile. <laughs> so uh, anyway, as I, my normal daily walking, which I am continuing to walk instead of run, uh, my walks, I'm turning in, you know, a, a 5K with like a 15, 20 something mile. So even if I have to walk the 10K, I'll be ahead of the 16 minute uh so do they literally have monitors running behind people and like timing their mile and then yeah. literally kicking them off of the path if they're, oh no, that was 17 minutes, sir. Uh, I'm sorry. You're going to have to, no, you're going to have to leave you, now. You joke, but remember this is Disney. So Disney doesn't use terms like kick off of the course or use terms like that. What happens is this is, this is all true. I swear to God, none of this is made up. Disney employs balloon ladies. After the last corral of runners has gone within, you know, at the back of the last corral of runners, there are two ladies that are hired by Disney that have balloons. They're, they're, they have a big 
bouquet of balloons over their head so you could see clearly who they are. They are trained to walk a 16 minute mile and they set that pace. If at any point on the race course, the balloon ladies pass you, if they get ahead of you, then you're in danger of being swept, not kicked out at them, swept. Uh, and what happens when you get swept, you can see this on YouTube. If you go and look for anyone that's been swept from a Disney race, they, there are several different places every half mile or so where there is a bus waiting. And so people that go with the balloon ladies get ahead of you, Disney cast members will then line up after the balloon ladies have gone past those breaks. And anyone that comes in, they're like, come over here, get on the bus. Come on get here, get on the bus. You're doing great, but you know, we got to clear the road. So just go ahead and get on the bus and we'll drive you up to the finish line. They'll drive you to the actual finish you don't get to cross the finish line. You don't get a picture at the finish line, but you still get your medal. You still get every, and you, and you secretly, you're secretly put back into the same area that all the runners finish the race. So no one knows that you were swept unless you tell them that you were swept. So they, they try. Well, that to, seems mean. Is that, Oh, I'm sorry. You're not fast enough. You get, get off the course. Now, Betsy, now their 5k, the Disney 5k's do not have a pacing requirement, but their 10k's half mile, you know, 10k's, um, half marathon and marathons all have pacing requirements. So I see. Well, so all I'm trying to say is even if I can't run my 10k, I will still be within the time ring of, of walking it, but I, I'm going to run. I feel I'm going, I'm more importantly than the 10 K because the 10 K is several months away. Uh, right now I have to worry about this, this eight K sneaking up on the, the Gasparilla distance classic eight K that's coming up here in February. Anyway, that's my running update this week, Adam. Nothing, nothing changed. I'm just, I'm in a, a big fat ass holding pattern, just feeling worse and worse about myself every single day. And one of the things that kind of hurt, uh, when I was out running one day is, you know, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm running. And, uh, yeah. there was one of my favorite podcasts just returned this past week. Uh, that's, is my topic going to be the same as your topic that's throwing down? Uh, and I want to say, I did not know that you felt so, uh, put upon <laughs> We literally have the same topic because, but of course, yours is about you. Yes, you know, because you got yes. your feelings hurt. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't get my no. I didn't get my feelings hurt. I just I feel like you maybe. Okay, wait. Can I set this up? Can we swap? Because I feel like it needs to be set up. All right, go ahead. And then you can tell me why you why your feelings. Should hurt. we just play the segment okay. from? No, no, no. We well, I don't know. Did you prepare the segment or something? No, I did. Um. So. So I was on throwing down, right? Yes, your, your and, other, uh, one of your other podcasts that you do with your my, with your good friend Joe Batanz. My other podcast, yeah, one of my other podcasts, and uh, Joe. Yes. You know, I log in. He also wanted to use Riverside, which I, I don't think we've even mentioned it. We're using a new tool tonight. Right anyway. now. So, uh, so we get on the stream, and I notice like there's no chat room. I go into the Discord. Discord, there's nobody there. We normally record in front of a live studio audience, we like do. we do for Mix Minus. And Joe says, uh, and I say, "Oh, are we?" Uh, I said, uh, "I'm. I logged us onto the stream. Uh, I'm going into the Discord." And he's like, "No, no. Uh, shut the stream off. Shut, we are shut not it doing down. it live. Shut it down." And he said, "You are being." I don't know if he used the word punished, but he used a word similar to punished. You are being punished. 
you cannot handle the chat, the the live uh, streaming. Yes. I've been live streaming Daniel for fifteen years. Fifteen years, and uh, and you know, and I'm just like, well. What, what did I do wrong? Like what? I, well, you just don't, you don't pay any attention to what I'm talking about when you're, you're just reading in the chat room the whole time and not paying any attention to what I'm talking about. And I need a back and forth and whatever and whatever. And I just think that's bullshit. First of all. Uh, but second of all, I told him, and this is where you got your feelings hurt. Yes. And we can go into it. I told him, well, Daniel doesn't like to be interrupted and so when Daniel is talking, generally I will take that, I will listen to him, but I will also take that as an opportunity to catch up with what's being said in the chat room because Daniel does not enjoy me interjecting during his stories. He feels like I'm talking over him. This is what I said. I said, so I'm giving you the same courtesy. I'm just, you're talking. So I'm, and apparently he wants to be interjected upon. And that's it. I think I can handle a live stream just fine. I've been live streaming for 15 years. I, I think it's fine. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. All I wanted to say that. is that the, the few times that I gotten frustrated with you interrupting me or, or talking were things that I already, like, they were a soliloquy. Like, they were things that happened that I, I was like, I'm going to tell this story of how they happened and I'm going to tell it in a particular way. And then you'll interject something that's, off topic. And then that throws me from the, the story that I was, I was building up to a punchline or something. So it, I, it dawned on me that, you know, because a couple of times when that happened and it's not, I mean, most of the things that I put on the Trello on the list of things that we talk about are not. Can you mark them as soliloquy or monologue? There you go. That's (laughs) exactly. So what I was going to say is that instead of, we used to mark the topics as this one's short, this one's long, this one's, but because we get sidetracked so much, everything ends up being long. So, uh, I, but I but I do think there is a difference though because I think Joe yes but but I only get upset wants me to jump in I do I stuff. want you to jump in Adam I want you to jump in I but that's what I'm saying I need to mark the rare times the rare topics that it's like this is a I've I've prepared a bit for this and let me get through my bit before <laughs> so. I don't, I, I, I mean, yeah, I've been trained by Daniel to, to be quiet, go over in my corner and play with my that's toys while he's talking. And so it's not what I, although you can, so that's what I do. You gotta admit though, you, you have been live streaming for 10, yeah. 10 plus years. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, with, with a live chat room audience. Now it took a good six years for me to break you of the habit of uh harassing new who's people. this yeah. kathy marshall who's, who is that who's that who just came in the chat well i don't understand who's that person where are they from what are they doing here and it's just like in a, in a very like people were like oh jesus christ is like and they would run well, away you're right you're right but i got over it. well i think it was a maddie thing he rubbed off on me because maddie always used to do that when anyway but maddie was more like who the hell is this new? how dare you come in our chat um no but joe <laughs> likes to pretend the chat room is not there and we like to have the chat room feel like they're participating in the show. So I think that's another difference. He doesn't want the chat room to be acknowledged during the show. So Also on this show, on this Catching Up show, you were talking about, he said something about taking people to the Magic Castle. Did, did he take you to the Magic Castle when you visited? Did you get to experience yes, that? Yes, he did. He did, yeah. Yeah, we, we went. Someone spilled wine on Mark's brand new suit. That he had bought red wine, I believe. <laughs> I was 
contemplate. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Joe Batanz and I had this big drama thing, whatever. I don't know. Uh, we're both very stubborn people. So at the one point we reached a pissed off point and we're like, oh, fuck you, fuck you. And then we just didn't talk to each other for years. Um, I don't think we've fully recovered from that. Like, I don't feel comfortable just like calling Joe or just saying, hey, you know, speaking to him other than just like something that is, uh, you know, show related, right? Like, uh, yeah. and, and even then, like I've been kind of, you know, I was testing for a while, you know, I would send him a, a comment about your show about throwing down or whatever. And he would usually reference them on the next show, but he, he didn't actively like, he wasn't like trying to chat back. So it was like, I was just kind of feeling him out to see whether, so, um, we're taking our trip, uh, our, our, our first trip to another Disney park this year. Uh, we, oh, we just, when? we just planned it. It's going to be in March. So March 22nd through the 25th or something like that. Uh, and the very first Disney park that we're going to is Disneyland, even though we've already been there, but that was before we, you know, got into this Disney mindset of seeing every park and we want to see some stuff out there. So we are going to Disneyland in March. And I was thinking to myself, you know, one thing that I did when I went out to visit Joe Batanz a long time ago is I got to go to the Disney studios and do a tour of the Disney studios because one of Joe's best friends is a VP Disney studios. Uh, and I got to go to the, you know, to the studio. I got to see the Walt Disney studios where Walt, you know, worked and got to see all kind of cool things there. And they have a, a store that's just for employees and their guests that has all kind of Disney studio merch on it. So it's, you know, it was one of those cool for a Disney fan. That's like, Oh, this is cool. This is, this is, uh, you know, a once in a lifetime thing. I didn't feel like I could call him and say like, Hey, could we tour the studio? You know what I'm saying? I, I just, do you want me to like, do you want no, me no, to be no, the no, go no, between no, here no, and say, Hey Joe, can no, Daniel, absolutely can not. you take him to the, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. no. uh, and so I've, I've already planned the trip around that. We're doing Disneyland on Thursday and Friday. No, Wednesday and Thursday. And then we're going to go visit our very dear friends, Drew O'Brien and Auntie Scott, uh, on Friday evening. We're going to spend the night uh, at the Sheridan. Well, there's no Sheridan in Woodland. Oh, they didn't invite you to stay at their in, did, in one of their guest did rooms? Not even, did not even give them the opportunity to do so. I've already booked ourselves at a uh, Sheridan derivative in Woodland Hills uh, that night. So we're going to be uh, staying or staying at a Sheridan down for Disneyland. And then so it was it was part of my points. So yeah, we're, we're staying up in Woodland Hills that night and then we'll drive to fly back home the next day. So that's going to be our trip. We're going to go to uh, Disneyland, Disney California adventure, those two days. And we're going to go up to Woodland Hills, Adam Woodland, Woodland Hills, Hills. Woodland, Hills. Woodland Hills. Um, so yeah, well have fun with that. I will. I, I'm, I'm going to let Joe know that you want him to no, uh, get you in no. to the studio tour. I'll, no. uh, we're recording on Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, I'll let him know. Don't do that. That's not, I've already made plans. <laughs> well, he may listen to the show. I don't he know. Doesn't listen but, to show. Uh, he doesn't listen to the show. Um, anyway, let's uh, move on, Adam, to, uh, are you done? Are you done? Yeah, all you wrote on I'm your done, But you had another topic. I do. That's what, that's what we're going to move on to. Oh, that's what we're moving on. Okay. This past week, last week, we didn't do a show because I was camping down at Camp Mars. And this is the first time that I have... Uh, camped since I've put my rig into their 
back lot there, right? So this is the first time that they moved the rig out and put it into my spot before I got there and, and all the, so I went down there. Were Bernie and John there? No, they weren't here this weekend. They weren't there this weekend. Uh, uh, funny enough, Bernie and John were in Chicago, which is where Zach was, but they were there for two different events. They were there, Bernie and John were there for a leather event and Zach was there for a concert. Um, anyway, the, um, what was I saying? I totally forgot what I was saying. Oh, so this is my first weekend doing that. So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just going to make sure that everything's good before I drive down there. So I called the campground on Thursday and I said, hey, I have a reservation this weekend. And uh, this is the first time since I've put my trail, you know, the rig in your storage lot. I just want to make sure that the rig is moved out and, you know, that it's in the right spot uh, before I come down there. And so they took my information and then he kept, I no, we don't even, we don't show you here this weekend. We don't uh, show even a reservation for you this weekend. And I'm like, what do you, I made two reservations at the same time. Uh, you know, there's a reservation for the Renaissance weekend, which is coming up and this weekend. And they were like, Oh no, we see you for the Renaissance weekend, but no, you don't have a, a spot this weekend. So I'm like, all right, what do I do? Right. So I, uh, I was like, well, do you have any, anything this weekend? Do you have anything open? And he's like, well, it's like, we have a, a spot without sewer. So we have a spot with water and electric, but doesn't have a sewer hookup. And I'm like, all right, I can do that because we're going to be back in three weeks. Right. And we have a strict, no pooping in the uh, rig rule. So if I just take my shower in the, in the bathhouse at the campground and use their toilets, right, then it's fine. I don't need to have a sewer connection. It's just me for the weekend. So, uh, I went down there and the one thing that you, you never think about is when, you know, Oh, they're going to put my rig in my spot for me. Right. So I don't, I don't even need a, you know, I don't need a, I could take the car and well, the I, truck, right? I know nothing. I know nothing about this, but yes, that would be my assumption yeah. that you say, I, Hey, I don't need to do anything. I don't need to, I just go there, open the door and, you know, get happy. But here, when you own a rig, there's a bunch of things that happen after you park it, right? Once you parking, it is like one fifth of the thing, right? Getting it into the spot is like one fifth of it because then what you have to do is you have to level the rig. So you have to make sure that it's level both left to right and up and down, right? So it's like, you got to make sure that it's level, right? Otherwise, you know, your drinks are going to slide off your table, whatever. It's going it's to be annoying if, if the, if the rig is not level. And are there just like little up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start kind of buttons on the side and you just press them and it, you know, and does a thing? In or? in a deluxe rig, like the one that Scott and Drew used to have, uh, the, you know, the diamond encrusted mobile mansion. Yes, absolutely. On some of these fifth wheels and uh, mobile mansions, I would say on most of them, there are auto levelers. You you go and you park and then you hit it and then there's little jacks that come up on the four corners uh, of the end level. They automatically level the- So what, are you having to put it up on blocks or something? Yes. Like, what do you have to do? Yeah, so I, <laughs> I don't have an auto leveler because we don't have that expensive a trailer. So uh, what I had to do was I had to hook the trailer up to the truck and back it up onto the chocks, right? And I have these things called Anderson chocks. So whatever, whatever side left to right is, is to, you know, it needs to be raised to make it level. These little like pie shaped chocks go behind the wheels on that side. And then the more you back up, the higher the wheels go. Right. So you, if you just need to be a little bit out of level, I can't. So, 
right. I can't get the chemicals leveled in my hot tub. I no. would never, no. I would never be able to level a damn okay. RV. But this there is, is no way. But this is what makes it easy is because I have a, uh, a leveler, an electronic leveler that works over Bluetooth. It's in the rig that's mounted in the rig. So all I have to do is pull out my phone and my phone in real time shows me if I'm level or not. So it's super easy. But um, now I had to hook the truck up to the trailer. Well, the problem is, is that the trailer was already put into the spot. So I had to maneuver the truck to get in front of the trailer, right? Uh, And there was somebody's golf cart was parked in the way. And so I'm having to come at it at a weird angle and everything. Eventually, so I I go and I I put the, the trailer on the, on the truck and I back it up and I level it and uh, I get back out and I throw the front tongue jack down and, you know, start lowering the tongue jack to raise it up off the truck. Right. To raise the trailer. I'm just disconnecting it from the truck. Uh, Anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But okay. I'm there. I totally forgot about, putting chocks under the wheels because I've now made the trailer go back uphill. Right. And so I need to keep it from just automatically rolling forward. So as I'm lifting the tra- the, the rig off of the truck's ball, you know, off of the support ball there, the trailer then starts to move forward, pushing into the bumper of my truck. Right. It's like, uh-huh. uh, and I'm like, Oh fuck. It's like, now, so I, so I completely it's like the runaway golf cart all over yeah, again. Exactly. Your RV is going down. This is a the dangerous, path. this is a dangerous campground. So uh, not no damage happened. Whatever. I I you know the the truck bumper is designed to hold the truck. It it held it back. It's fine until I can you know raise it again and get it rehooked. Anyway, uh, I I level the trailer. So once you once you level side to side, then then and you get it leveled front to back. Then you put down stabilizers. So then you have to go down and on all four corners, there's built-in jacks that come down to stabilize it, right? And they just keep the, the wobble from happening in the trailer. Uh, and But that's the wobble that you would have, you know, just kind of going from, from left to right inside the trailer, right? But if you're walking forward to backward in the trailer, there's nothing to uh, to, to stabilize it in that direction. So then you put- To stabilize the wibble. Yeah. You got the wobble right. taken care so of, then, but the wibble right. is not- So we have these things called X-chocks, which go between the two sets of wheels and like that stabilizes it that way, right? So all I'm, what I'm trying to say is getting the rig into the spot is not the whole, you still a whole lot of things. Then you got to hook up the electric and you got to- You got it water. done. Yeah. So I got it all done. Then it was time to go home. <laughs> I got it all done. <laughs> But I don't know. We'll find out. I but here's the thing. So I I knew I was coming back in three weeks, and I had overbought snacks for the for the camping trip. I ended up not eating as as much as I as I thought I was going to, and so oh no problem. These are unopened boxes of crackers and uh, you know peanut butter pretzel things. It's like these are haven't even opened them yet. I'm just gonna leave them here because we're gonna be back in three weeks. So they're not gonna go bad in three weeks. So I'll just come back in halfway home about an hour and 10 minutes away from the campground. So I'm heading back home on Sunday. I'm like, I left a sausage because I, I brought charcuterie, right? I brought cheese, which was, of course you was did, in the refrigerator. Because... The cheese was in the refrigerator. So it made it to the cooler. So I knew I had the cheese out of the refrigerator in the rig, but I had a sauce at that dried sausage, the dried Italian sausage, which is now sitting in a pantry in my rig in Florida <laughs> Uh, well, one of two things would it will have happened. It will either have gone very bad and your whole RV will smell yes. or you'll have an alligator <laughs> in your, uh, in your RV when you get there. So uh, well, it, it turned, so it's, but it's, it wasn't opened. 
So, you know, like you go to the deli area and they have the sausage, the dried sausage up top, right? And some of it's in paper. Some of it's wrapped in, you know, the, the higher quality ones, you know, are wrapped in like paper, like you got it from a butcher shop or something. Um, but I'm 99% sure that if you take that paper off, there's still a plastic wrap around the sausage itself that's sealed. So I, I feel like I'm fine. I feel like- it, I, I feel don't like, think so. Those paper wrapped ones, I think they're they're artisan. I don't think there's plastic Now, now keep them. in mind- they sit around in the grocery store inside for weeks yeah. and weeks. Kathy and weeks. Marshall says, I think sausage will keep. Isn't that the no, point? That's what I'm thinking. But I'm just thinking with the humidity in Florida, it might start, you know, it's dehydrated. What, what if it starts to reconstitute in the humidity? Uh, you know, that's kind of. Grows legs. <laughs> I mean, what's it? What if I have just like a huge ant bed just in where my pantry so used to be? You didn't turn around. No, that was already an hour. Or, or mice. You could have mice. Do you have rats? Mice have, in Florida? Yeah, we have mice. We yeah. Have, I mean, we have a governor. We have rats. <laughs> have you met our governor? Oh, yeah. Thank you. We Matt have, Gates. Have you met Matt Gates? Uh, you'll open up the cupboard and there'll be an, a mouse uh, eating sausage staring, at, staring back at you. Just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> that ha- The reason I say that, and I know I've talked about this before, uh-huh. that literally happened to me. In our brand new home in in Texas, we had mice. Yes. Because I was told because it was a new housing development and they built it in a field that all the field mice, like when it got cold, would be like, hey, score houses. And I'd open up the pantry door and there was a mouse eating the loaf of bread (laughs) and staring back at me. It was horrible. Horrible. Um. So your mice that you had, were they, um, did they like run around and sing songs? Were they like fun mice? Like they, were they, uh, I I cannot stand. I don't know what they did, but I, uh, which my mom said was very inhumane, but I got those glue traps, you know, that they, they run across and they get stuck to it and it pulls their skin off and stuff. And mom said, well, you need to at least hit it over the head with a hammer or something, you know, kill it quick. I'm like, it came in my house. I want it to suffer. Do they do that? Do they do? Can't tell. Do they? Do they sing? Got a wish. It won't come true. Do they have? Do they have an orchestra behind them? Because that would be kind of. They could. I'm. I'm scared of mice. I. I, I've always loved this. This piece. Not her singing. They, they have. They have a. Does it make you cry? It does. They have a an orchestral version of uh, a dream is a wish your heart makes that is not recorded in 1940. Right? It's, it's with modern orchestra like mine, and it's it's a very moving orchestral piece. They 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 like to play it behind a lot of their things in uh, at you know in their fireworks show. Um, I hope we never have mice here because we had Mark and I had mice in the first house that we moved into together as well. And oh my god, I, I hate mice. Oh, I hate them. Well, hopefully, them. hopefully my sausage is you know fine because no nobody wants to show up at a gay campground for the weekend with their sausage not fine with the moist sausage.
Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is a segment of the show where we read your emails, play your voicemails. Adam, do we have any emails this week? Uh, no, I, there were a couple from Kathy Bacon, but I think they were meant to be read. Oh, I should, I should. While we were, I don't think they were meant to be read on this show. I think they were just responding to things we said I, on the show last, two weeks ago. So I am remiss. I have not been reading the, those emails, so I, I'll have to go and, and check those out. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. Uh, then let's get to our first voicemail tonight. Uh, shall we? I think this is this slider over here. Let's see. It's Friday, January 6th, 9, 16 PM. And, uh, I'm calling in the death of the death vote. Uh, Daniel's yes. mixer, Daniel's cell phone, Daniel's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, microphone. It microphone? Daniel's voice. I don't know, but something's going on and I can't oh, hear you. I okay, was okay, on okay, the okay. Pride 48 stream, couldn't hear you. I'm on TuneIn. Can't, well, I shouldn't say I can't hear you. Yes. But your volume must be off. You can hear Adam. Okay. That's what you're saying. Bacon. Yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, that was last week. That was during the show last week when yep. I was not on the stream because Adam wanted to do a, a show by himself. He's like, screw you. I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, thank you, Kathy Bacon. I do appreciate that you miss me when I'm gone. You're, you're the only one. Uh, let's go to our next voice. Hi, Adam and Daniel. It's Jimmy Bear. Hi, Jimmy Calling Bear. into the death phone. Yes. Adam Rich from Eight is Enough will not be down for breakfast. So sorry. Bye-bye. Adam Rich. So I, I remember Eight is Enough because uh, I had a crush on Tommy. But what? who was, what did he say? Uh, and I've already forgotten the, oh, the name. I, I, remember, I remember him as a, as a, as a, a young lad. Oh, okay. So, uh, so we get that one, right? So we, oh, there you go. My, my Bing, my Bing wasn't yeah. loud enough. Uh, let's get to our next voicemail, shall we? I don't know if you noticed, but the last time I said voicemail. <laughs> One, I'm going to give 10 people this number and ask them to call in this death since there's no show next Friday. Okay. Two, uh, this guy who died doesn't even look like he did when he was like nine years old. Yeah, well. Which like yeah. most people like don't look the same look, their whole lives. No, they don't. This guy would be unrecognizable. Um, uh, also, uh, three, um Yes. I looked at my Verizon cell phone bill and the details of calls I've made. And in yeah. the last year, um, as in the last 13 months, yes, um, I've called um, three numbers and um, yours is one of them. And there there's more calls to this number <laughs> than any other number. If that makes any sense, uh-huh. just gave myself an anxiety attack because yeah. that was just so intense. No, half of your phone okay, calls. Okay, so um, Adam Rich, dead, bacon, with Haven. Cool. Yes, Adam Rich is indeed dead. We've already dinged it. Um, so uh, what, was so she, what? what was she complaining about? <laughs> Nothing. She just said she has called our number oh, more right. than any other that's number right. in yes. the past 13 now months. I, and I want to say, so more than Big Fatty? Because I believe she leaves voicemails for Big Fatty as well, right? I think so. I mean, we're honored. So out of three, I, out of three numbers that that phone dialed over the past year, right? If, if they were equal, then they would all be 33%. So the fact that we're larger than the other two means that we're probably about 50%, probably half of her phone calls. Doesn't she have six kids or something? I mean, why doesn't she call her children? No, she, she <laughs> believes once they hit 18 that they're, 
cutoff. They're, oh, they're kicked I see. Out. Okay. Like a mama bird. She just knocks them off the uh, edge of the nest. Just like, go! Adam Rich. Um, yes. Eight is enough. Yes. Minnie Bacon. Woodhaven. Throw in dead after enough. <laughs> and then she put in quotes, dead. And then she said, thanks, Minnie. Okay, let me retry that. Yeah. Adam Rich. Yes. Dead, I guess. And I hate is enough. I can't put it together, but I think Adam Rich is dead. Yes. Um, and he or dead enough, or I don't know. Woodhaven. <laughs> I believe she is literally a mini Kathy Bacon. I swear <laughs> to God. Like her her tone, her pacing, her everything. Everything about her talking. It's just like she was Kathy Bacon walking around. Bacon bits. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Bacon listens to the show. Bacon bits doesn't doesn't listen to the show. So she well, yeah, has no idea. Yeah. Uh, wow, there's a lot of phone calls tonight, aren't there? Uh, thirty. You know, 30 Kathy Bacon did say she was going to get ten people to call and protest. Hi, Daniel. Oh, yeah, Might hi. get to meet you in April. Adam Rich. Eight is enough. Dead. Woodhaven. Dead. Woodhaven. Who was he? Oh no! You have to you have to say your name. I bet that's one of the sons. Hi, of Daniel. Kathy Bacon, Might get but... to meet you in April. Adam Rich. Eight is enough. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably Garrett. That's uh, yeah. Could be, but he didn't say his name, yeah. so he doesn't get an entry. Oh, sorry. So uh, so sorry, Garrett. Yeah. You failed. No wonder Sydney's her favorite. <laughs> Was that five or six? Uh, this is Scotty Rosie Butler. Yes. Death phone call. Yes. yes. Adam Rich. Adam Rich. Child star of Eight is Enough. Yes. He was the cute little brother with that awful American bowl haircut. Mm -hmm. I can imagine Adam having a bowl haircut when he was younger. Adam, did you? Nope. Now I have to look at him. Nope. Might be why he wears that cap all the time now. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I'll be the first to call in because Kathy Bacon should be in bed by now and she won't hear the news until tomorrow. Thank you. One dollar in the pot for me. Oh my God. I just realized. Uh, no, wait. No, no, you got it. You got it. I just realized Adam Rich is 54. Well, was 50. He died at 54. Yeah, 54. 54. 54. He was born in 68. I was born in 78. So uh, I'm timeless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Like a, like a Timex? Yeah. Is it Timex? That's, uh... I take a lick and I keep on ticking. The, uh, let's go to our next voicemail, shall we? That was six. Uh, seven. Hey, Adam, Rich, uh, eight year, or from Eight is Enough, uh, dead. Yeah. Um, this is R.C. R.C.? Uh, Woodhaven. Uh, thanks. <laughs> who, who is R.C.? Uh, R.C.? Is it R.C. Martinez? Maybe. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Is R RC Martinez? Sure. Okay, great. Sure. RC Martinez. Uh number eight. Adam Rich, eight is enough. Dead. Bacon's friend RJ. <laughs> Hope I win the money, oh Woodhaven. She literally is having to that's why we have 30 voicemails. <laughs> You're just now putting that together, huh? Uh what was that? Number nine? Uh Hello. Yes. This is Guru Nudie. Hey Guru Nudie. From Tampa. I've been instructed yes. to jolt and implore mm -hmm. from Kathy Bacon to call and inform of the unfortunate, untimely death yes. of Adam Wells of <laughs> Batman. Oh, Woodhaven. 
No, uh, no, no it was not. Uh, not Adam West. Sorry, you are incorrect, my tightly hooded friend. What? 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 Didn't Batman have like all kind of weird phrases for Robin? Sure, that's right, Boy Wonder. Did you ever watch the Adam West Batman? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I've seen clips of it, but I don't think I watched. It, it. was in syndication when I was a kid, so you know, it was. From before I was born was when it was made, but then it was in syndication by the time that I was a kid, uh, you know, in my early, you know, 10, 11 years age, that range. So uh, I remember watching it because it was stupid. Um, I just didn't know if- Yeah, you- I, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. It was, uh, when I watched clips of it now as an adult, it was, uh, it was, it was- Bad. I'm only calling in for this one because I know Adam can't call in because then it would be biased if he won the competition. Yeah. Yeah. George Pell, Australia's highest ranked Catholic, dead. What? Age, I can't remember. No, but no, anyway. But highest ranked also Catholic? Also a pedophile, but anyway. Australia's highest, highest Roman Catholic, hu- Cardinal Pell, yeah? dead. Dead. Daniel passes no, issues no, to Adam. No. Okay, this is Scotty Rossi no, Butler. One dollar no, no, in the no, pot for me. No, no, no one dollar. Uh, no, I'm no. I'm not a Catholic. Mark is, and I don't even think he knows Australian priests. The highest I mean, ranked, you- the highest ranked ca- uh, Catholic. Hello, lads. Justin yes. in Columbus here. Medium Hi, Justin. time listener, third yes. time caller. Oh, yes. I have a question for both of you, and a question <laughs> for just Adam. Okay, uh, for both of you. Yes. It's 2023, obviously. Happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Um, is there anything that you two wanted to do last year, either together or individually, that you didn't manage to do and are hoping to do this year? Okay. And for Adam Malone, I was listening to your award-winning solo podcast, The Geeky Gay. And you, after you say, and today is no different, pause for maybe a year and a Ooh. half. And I've always wondered what that's about. Like whether that's a, you're just doing it for like timing or Uh, it's a a weird tick or I don't know. Um, very curious. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, It's a weird, it's a weird tick. Be good. (laughs) Bye. All right. Well, you know what? As Justin has proven, you can, it was Justin, right? Justin. Yeah. Justin Justin has proven. Yeah. It's it's the death phone for celebrity deaths, but you don't have to call for celebrity deaths. That's right. You can call in other stuff. Uh, Did you his first question, Adam was, was there anything that we didn't do last year, either together or separately that we wanted? Was there some regret you had from 2022 of, I wish I would have. I'm going to make this really boring. I wish I would have applied for new jobs, which I am planning to do this year. So uh, I know that's a really, but I mean, I went on three cruises. It's not like I could say, Oh, I didn't take enough vacations or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, apply for new jobs is what I'm going to do this year. We're playing a game show. That's correct. Yes. No, I, I can't think of any regrets that I had in 2022. Um, maybe I didn't. Nope. No regrets. I live, I live a regret free life. (laughs) You, yeah, you, you, uh, have a full life. Uh, and to answer his question, it's a timing thing. So there is a, there is a, um, a pattern. A, a beat, a beat, uh, like a, like on the, like on a radio station where they're, where they're talking and 
you know, and then there's a, what do they call it? There's a word for it's it. A but there's a, a sashura. There's a thing. No, there's a, there's a part of the music that I'm waiting. And then I want to come back in after that, yeah. that yeah. beat right. or whatever. Yeah. And so I pause because I'm waiting for that. It's, it goes dut, 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 dut. And then there's like, I pause there anyway. Yeah, I do. I do pause for quite a while. Also, I feel like we should be able to pause in podcasts and audio and not feel like we have to fill all of the space. No, I agree. I agree. Even, you know? even though one of the filters that I run on our show when I process it well, is <laughs> to take out pauses for, but I'm pretty, well, no, I'm not. Um, I was going to say, I'm pretty generous with my, but I don't. Anything that's longer than a second, like a full second with no sound. Uh, get- also, Justin, I don't know if you've heard my podcast, but I have to stretch as much as I can to have enough content to fill up five days. So, true. you know, it's true. any pausing I can do is, is uh, you know, the thing that- but Justin, if you, you know what, if you call into my show, no, I'll play your voicemail. No. And, no, you uh, won't. I called in and it, it, took, it took you a month to play. It. And that was after I, like, I thought I had already played after that After I had texted you and, hey, by the way, we left you an email a month ago. Uh, let's get to our next call. Shall hey, we? Adam and yes. Daniel. Yeah, Gary. Gary in Portland. Yes. Lisa Marie Presley is dead at age 54. She was, that was Presley's daughter. <gasps> she was anyway, 54 also? Uh, sorry that I, y'all aren't going to be there tomorrow night, but I'll see you next week. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Um, she was 54 also? I guess. I was thinking she was kind of young. Too many people around my age. She used to sell wigs. There was a whole Lisa Marie Presley wig line. She used to be Elvis's daughter. Oh, this one is difficult. Yes. Lisa Marie yeah. Presley. Yeah. Dead. Bacon. Woodhaven. Got it. Uh, 14. Uh, 15. That darn Elvis's daughter died. <laughs> R.I.P. Bacon Bits. Uh-huh. Woodhaven. Uh-huh. It's bacon Bits. Uh, Woodhaven. You know what I think Kathy Bacon is doing? Uh-huh. She's stacking the deck so that yeah. she will win. She's having all of her family members call That's in right. so that she has more of a chance to win. Exactly. She, she probably sent the, the postcard to join that Trump uh, sweepstakes just to steal the, the prize from someone. Lisa Marie Presley, yes. dead. Dead. I can't believe it. I'm not even believing what it says on the TV. What dead, dead, dead. Daughter of Elvis. Even you two have probably heard of her. Even though, uh, gosh, you uh, reject so many of these calls. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess it's down to your education system. Anyway, <laughs> Lisa Marie Presley, dead. This is Scotty, your Aussie Butler. One dollar for me. Thank you. Bye. Our education. I want to know. Our education system. Wait, wait, wait. Our education. So you're telling me that the Australian education system uh, lets you know who the second highest ranked Catholic is in America? Is like, that is such a weird. No, in Australia. No, no. I'm what I'm saying is I'm asking if if Australia schools their children on other countries, second highest Catholics. It's like, I don't know who the second highest Catholic is more important. I don't know who the second highest Catholic is in the U S and more importantly, I don't care who they are. So, uh, I just feel, what was I upset about? I don't know. Oh, he was saying that he calls with these logical people and no, clearly, clearly the second highest ranked Catholic, but no, you know, what I want to know unrelated Scotty. I want you to call in not a death, but I want you to tell us if you watch MasterChef Australia and if you like it. 
That's what I want to know. Are their accents real? A celebrity death line, Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis and Priscilla, dead at 54. Yeah. Uh, this is R.C. in Colorado, Denver. Ah. Uh, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. Oh, yeah, that's R.C. Martinez. So, yes, that was R.C. Martinez before. Uh, and then uh, this one? Yeah, hi, guys. Archie Cruiser for the Celebrity Archie Death Phone. Cruiser, yes. Bit of a shocker, this one. Yeah. Priscilla Presley, dead at 54. That's younger than me. Okay, bye. Huh. No. No. Wait, is it? No. It is it, not. It's Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie. Right? Priscilla died long ago. Lisa Marie is Priscilla's daughter. No, no, Priscilla Presley. Yeah, wait, what, what school system were you schooled in, R.T. Cruiser? <laughs> Must be a product of that Australian school system, huh, uh, Scotty? Uh, next one. Yeah, hi, guys. R.T. Cruiser for the Celebrity Death Phone. Yeah. Uh, actor or child actor. Adam Rich. Adam Rich. Dead at 54. Again, yes. younger than me. Yes. Uh, he was the youngest child in Eight is enough. enough. Yeah, exactly. Okay, bye. All right, uh, R.T. Cruiser, I guess he's just doing them all in, in a row here. So yeah, hi, guys. R.T. Cruiser <laughs> from the, for the Celebrity Death Phone, although this is more of an ironic death. Uh, uh-huh. Diamond of Diamond and Silk fame. Nutbag Trump supporters. Dead at 51. I have no idea who that just is. Just hoping she died of, you know, COVID so that. That, that yeah. would really make it karma. Right. Yeah, karma. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Uh, Priscilla Presley still alive? Yeah. Yeah. She's she's still alive. And actually, I think it's Priscilla that had the wigs, not not Lisa <laughs> Marie. I was. Can we get can, I, can we get our executive producer isn't here tonight, but uh, can we get is Priscilla still alive? Priscilla Presley? Yeah. I just Googled Priscilla. She's still alive. Wow. She is still alive. She's, um, let's look. Uh, she is. I would have lost money oh. on a bet. She was born. She's my mom's age. Well, she's four years older than my mom. She's 77. Yeah, that's not, so, that's not that old, but. Uh, no. No, I just. So in the Lisa Marie news, I just don't ever remember seeing a picture of Priscilla. Like, it you must know. Have been, it must have been an overdose. I mean, what what did Lisa Marie die of? I mean, she was too young. It had to have been something, you know, nefarious. Hey, just dropping like pancakes over here. Um, yeah. Evil Knievel's son, Robbie Knievel, dead. Everybody knows Evil Knievel. Yeah. Um, do, do you? Okay, so raise your hand if you didn't pop a wheelie with your bicycle thinking you were Evil Knievel. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so they're dying and uh there's a point if someone else dies i'll call you back but otherwise if i can literally cause people's death let me just say time to go putin oh okay. there you go um dead bacon yeah. Yeah. woodhaven now um who was who did she say somebody oh robbie knievel did you robbie knievel did yeah die? is that is that true he did. He did. Yeah. Sure. Do you know who Robbie Knievel is? Well, he's the son no, of Evil No, I know Knievel. you know that because you now read it. But like, had had I walked up to you on Tuesday and said, "Hey, Robbie Knievel died," would you? Yeah, I knew when she said that. I knew. Yeah, I was R.T. Cruiser for the celebrity death phone. Yes. Uh, or Bill and his death phone. I've been trying to call this in for a couple of days, but every time I do, I just burst into laughter. Yes. But uh, George Pell, number three in the Catholic Church. <laughs> 
uh, convicted pedophile and pedophile enabler dead at 81. And boy, am I happy. Okay. We, we can't give points for pedophiles anyway. No, this is the same guy that Scotty called in I know, early. I know, about, I know. Oh, is he the second or the third highest? Because uh, RT says that he's the third highest ranked Catholic. I I don't know. They need to they need to get their facts straight in Australian schools is what they need to do. Newsflash, apparently Catholics rank themselves. <laughs> like, should I ask someone at work this Catholic? Like, where do you write? Uh, 6,223rd. <laughs> They get a number, Daniel, when they join. It's, it's no, it was just uh, a constant rake, ranking, just like, a, an ongoing remember, ranking based off of how Catholic they are. You remember the uh, Ed and Mark or whatever, the Whovilles or whatever, the Squarevilles? Oh, yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. And they used to sign numbers? Yes. That's the same thing. You know, when you join the Catholic Church, they assign you a number. Do you remember your number, your square number? I don't think I had a square. You did. You did because oh, on the no, artwork, I, remember, they had your house. Okay. No, I don't remember my number. I do not. Stick around for level 13 and I will tell you what your house number was because I found that map the other day. Anyway, uh, next phone call. Hey, Adam and Daniel. This is Gary in Portland. David Crosby of David Seals and Nash has died. <laughs> Crosby anyway, Seals and yes. I don't know what he's saying, but anyway, he died. Yeah. Uh, see y'all tomorrow night. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, yes, Gary, that is absolutely true. Gary Crosby is dead. Crosby Stills. No, not oh, Gary David. Crosby. It's, David it's, Crosby. It's, it's Crosby Seals and Nash, not David Seals and Nash, but that's all right. Yeah. I understood what you were saying. So. Uh, David Crosby of Crosby Stills and Nash. Yes. Dead. Yes. Bacon. Woodhaven. Woodhaven. Uh, that was number 24. So this is number 25. My left knee dead. What? Bacon. What? What happened? No. Oh, so Kathy Bacon is having knee replacement and she cannot, Ah. um, she cannot compete or whatever in the 5, 10 K, whatever you're doing. She emailed and said that. Yeah. Or she tweeted me. Um, not the dog, Sydney, Sydney and bacon, but daughter of bacon. Not a dog. Um, <laughs> what happened? Did her mom literally tell her to say that as well? Because she wouldn't know that I say your dog, Sydney. My dog, sit. Yeah. David Crosby, dead. Yes. Scott, Northern California. Scott Woodhaven. Woodhaven. That's one. Of, that's a Crosby Stills Nash song. Treat your children well, or something like. That. Could he have found a an older, scratchier sounding like RCA phonograph or whatever to play that it's on? As if, that, uh, it's as if you were sitting in a in a Ford Thunderbird with the top down on a warm Louisiana summer night back in 1965, and on your FM, your newfangled FM radio in your in your Thunderbird, you heard your children. That was that was high fidelity back then. That was that was high fidelity. Yeah. Lisa Marie Presley dead. Scott, Northern California. Woodhaven. Woodhaven. And there's like 26 or so. You think he's sitting in his car, like just waiting for an Elvis song to play on a radio station? Or is he in his house and he's like choosing to play? No, it's a it's a phonograph. He's uh 
And uh, Lisa Marie didn't have a singing career, did she? Is that was that an Elvis song? Yeah, she did. That... Lisa oh, Lisa did Marie okay. did have a singing career. Okay, I'm wrong. Hi, Adam. Hi, Daniel. Yep, Scott, Scott from Northern North California. California. Yes. Jeff Beck, Dad. Oh yes. I know it's been over a week, but you guys went on last week. Yep. So, hi, Kathy Bacon. Thanks for the shout out. Love your phone calls. Um. It is so freaking cold here in California. Yes. It's been raining for 10 days. Now it's windy and cold. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. Woodhaven. Okay, great. Uh, it also sounds like he's calling over a party line, <laughs> landline phone or something. What? What is that phone connect? I mean, not, look, we love you calling in, Scott. I don't want to besmirch you. I feel it, it sounded like a traffic, you know, like a traffic plane, not the traffic copter, but like the traffic plane, which is that constant. Here, listen, it's like it's a constant. See, it's like the Hi, prop. Adam. That's Hi, the prop noise out there. Scott from Northern California. And he's like talking over the, the little Beck, head, head, headset. Oh, maybe he's a pilot. That's, maybe that's what it is. He's uh, calling from the from the helicopter. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, five six four. This is uh, <laughs> to tower. Just wanted to let you know. You know. Next, time, Go ahead. next time you call Scott, give us the traffic report as as well. Uh, are you giving him a, uh, an entry for that? Again, yeah, I did. Scott yes. again from yes. Northern California in the plane. I think I'm calling too many times. Like no fourth call. Yeah. Um, really like your updates on your running. Yes. Daniel. See, see. Um, you find you guys could come out in to do run the beta breakers here in San Francisco. Beta breakers. Been going since 1912. Yeah. It's a fun event. It's like the first weekend in May. Okay. I've done it four times about five years ago. And then I had to stop because my kidneys failed and I was on dialysis, but mm. Yes. Gonna try it, try it this year for the first time. Oh, nice! In about three or four years, got my new kidney. Want to give it a try out? So sweet. Hope you guys can come. It'd be fun. Well, I, I was about to say, yeah. come to it. Maybe oh. twenty or thirty thousand. Yeah. People run in costumes, naked, all kinds of stuff. Wow. Start in the middle of the city and run to the bay. Naked. You get to go all through the city. They close off half the city. It's a great race. Most people walk. The elite ones go to the front, like Daniel. That's right. Yes. Elite athletes like myself. Yes. Would have been. Naked. I wonder if they wear shoes. I was going to, I was about to say that I don't run. And then he said, I'm going to be doing it with my brand new kidney. And I thought, oh, well, I don't really have an excuse. I don't, I've got both my kidneys. I don't run just because I don't like it. Uh, basically. All right. Uh, I think that's, I think that's it. Uh, those are all of the, uh, the contact things that we have, uh, stacked up on our board there. So thank you for everyone who wants to, uh, that, that did call. Uh, if you would like to call our phone number is 707-61-DEATH and, uh, you can call us to say hi, or you can call us to report a celebrity death. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
All right. Um, this is just real quick. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of the attraction at Disney called Splash Mountain. Yeah, isn't is that the one where it was racist or something? Supposed to be racist? Yeah, yeah. Or it's, something? it's based or, off of uh, Song of the South, which is an incredibly racist film. Brer Rat, Briar yep. Rabbit, yep. or yep. Yep. whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Anyway, it is shutting down for good in a few days, like on Jan. Actually, maybe even this weekend. Uh, I feel like January twenty third. So that would be like. Do they play dueling banjos on that ride? I just feel like that would be, you know, fitting. They play. They play uh, other little songs, uh, kind of a folksy uh. kind of a thing. Anyway, my point is, it's closing down, uh, and in its place, they will be putting Tiana's uh, adventure, Tiana's river adventure. I don't. I forget the exact name of it, but it, basically, they're retheming Splash Mountain from a very problematic. Uh, film from the 20s uh, into, or maybe the 30s, I don't know when it was, into, uh, you know, a, a an African-American celebrating, you know, Disney's only black princess, right? Tiana. So it's going to be uh, Princess and the Frog themed. Um, on Twitter, there's a bunch of Disney people on Twitter. I thought you weren't on Twitter anymore. I'm not. But Zach, our, okay. our WDW Aristocrats account still is. And so Zach, okay. Zach will read some of these people that are celebrating, I mean, that are basically lamenting the closing of Splash Mountain. And I'm like, how do, if you honestly, if you are protesting Disney shutting down Splash Mountain, explain to me how you're not a racist. Like explain to me how you're not a racist if, if you're, you know, upset that they're closing down a very problematic ride and they're replacing it with, with something else. It's not like they, you know, what are, it's just, it's just, just stop it. Like why? <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, people just like to, you know, well, America's just not what it used to be, Daniel. It's just, uh, it's not what it used to be. It's uh, taking away our history. I want yeah, to know about my uh, history. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's good. Like it's good for them to remove problematic things, and it was a yeah. it was a good choice to yeah. then you know show their princess of color. So uh, let's. I think that's it. That was all. That was a, it. Was a very short topic. That was a very short topic. I was just talking about Splash Mountain. You know, you could say BIPOC or whatever for Disney, uh, Black Indigenous Princess of Color. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I could have said African-American too, instead of black, but yeah, I feel like I'd already said that in a sentence prior. And then in my head when I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. I do. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions? Willie ask it is the mix minus news game this is the segment of the show where adam will read me five count them five questions from the new york times news quiz and i using only my head brain and mouth words will answer those questions these are multiple choice questions i will try to answer them without using the choices but i'm always free to ask for what the choices are uh, adam what is our first question tonight on the old news quiz uh first question is the U.S. government hit the limit on how much money it can borrow Thursday. Yes. What happened as a result? Uh, we, well, we haven't defaulted on any debts yet, but I, I think we took some, some action to 
try to like go into as you know a cash conserving mode as we possibly can. What are what are my choices? Because it, it's 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 complicated. Uh, the country defaulted on its debt. Nope, that may happen eventually. The federal but not. No. Go ahead. The Federal Reserve voted to eliminate the debt ceiling for six months. Uh, the reserve's not part of the government, so no, not that. The House voted to raise the debt limit. The House can't vote to like tie their shoes right now, so no. President Biden called for a two percent increase in personal income taxes. <laughs> no. Or the Treasury Department began you began using quote extraordinary measures to delay a default. That sounds like the correct answer there, Adam. That the uh, that one. That one. I'm going with that one. Answer is that one. The Treasury began using extraordinary measures, which are ways to shift money around government accounts to remain under the borrowing cap, essentially buying time for Congress to raise the cap. That's right. Which cup is the money under, people? Look at my hand. Hand is faster than the eye. Hand is faster than the eye. I wish I could just raise my debt limit well, when I ran, you know, ran out of money. You can. Just be like, oh, I'm going to just raise my debt limit. Raise your debt limit by uh, applying for more credit. A trial began this week in San Francisco in a lawsuit by Tesla investors against Elon Musk. Yes. What is the trial centered on? Oh, he bragged that he had uh, guaranteed funding through like a particular, and they're suing him because he basically lied because he's like, oh yeah, we have guaranteed funding, blah, blah, blah. And they, and they didn't. A 2018 tweet by Musk claiming he had funding lined up to take Tesla private. Number three. It was Elon Musk telling a lie. Imagine that. Last Sunday, HBO premiered The Last of Us, a zombie thriller adapted from what medium? From a video game, Adam. That is a video game. That is correct. Number four. No, this would be five. Wait a minute. One, (laughs) two, three. No, that's four. It's four on four. One, two, I thought I answered. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's all right. This is number four. A conflict between which former Soviet states is heating up again? (laughs) Choices. Armenia and Azerbaijan. Armenia? Sure. (laughs) Uh, however you'd like to say it. I say Armenia, uh, <laughs> Latvia and Estonia, uh-huh. Lithuania and Belarus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ukraine and Belarus, or Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan. Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan. I'm going to pick that one because it's fun to say. I, I have no actual idea which one. I'll try not to pay attention. Oh, that's incorrect, Daniel. It's Armenia and Azerbaijan. You mean Armenia. <laughs> No, I don't. I mean, Armenia, Armenia, uh, men, Armenia. M-E-N. It's raining men, Daniel. It's it's spelled M-E-N, okay. not me. Okay. Uh, anyway, Sister Andre, a French nun and the world's oldest known person, yes. died on Tuesday. Yes, she did. How old was she? Oh, Nobody called in for her. I, I want to say she's 119. Um, 119. You're... Well, that's not a choice. Uh, 107, 111, 115, 121, or 118. I'm going to go with 118 because I, 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 I thought it was 119 that I read somewhere. That is correct. You got four out of five. I got four out of five of those questions correct. But wait, Adam, there's more because now we're going to play a little speed round where you're going to pull out an old Trivial Pursuit card that you found at a garage sale. Uh, as you were driving around Northwest Arkansas and who knows what year it's from. It's probably from, uh, you know, the sixties 
back before Trivial Pursuit even, you know, was a thing. Uh, that's probably what it is, but you're going to read me these questions that I have no hope of knowing. And for every one I get, I get a bonus point. So let's put 60 seconds on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What energy source provides three quarters of France's electrical power? Nuclear. Correct. What drama series spotlights shenanigans at DMB Advertising, Wilshire Memorial Hospital, and Shooter's Bar? Oh. I watched this, and I don't know. I don't know. Pass. Melrose Place. What Tony Orlando song greeted US POWs from Vietnam? Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Correct. What animal skin is Moroccan leather made of? Moroccans. Goat skin. What Wizard of Oz ditty did Aussie soldiers march to during World War II? What? What, what Wizard of Oz ditty did Aussie soldiers march to during World War II? Follow the yellow brick road. We're off to see the wizard. Uh, Who was the only major leaguer to play at least 500 games? No. I'm sorry. Time is up. I cannot complete the question. Cannot complete the question. That's right. I got three, right? Didn't I get three? Uh, You got two. I got two. Well, that's fine. I got four plus two. That makes six out of five, Adam. That's by my calculation, that's more than 100%. That's, That's just how good I am at the old news game each and every week, Adam. That's what I'm saying. I'm so good, I can even talk about it for another 11 seconds about how good I am at it. I'm good in the morning. You know, I'm glad there are a lot of cards in that Trivial Pursuit box because I have no idea what card we started with. (laughs) One day we may just circle back. You talked over the the last part. You're not supposed to talk over the last part. You know, that's the difference between a professionally done podcast Uh, and like uh, some podunk poser podcast like we do. Uh, Adam, each and every week, our executive producer, Cyclone, uh, puts together a voluminous amount of research of uh, events that happen on the same day that we are recording this show, but in a different year, right? So these are all going to be things that happen on January 20th of some year. Uh, You understand what I'm saying, right? You get the bit, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is from the Mix Minus Research Center Archive and Test Kitchen. Uh, Today is National Cheese Lovers Day. So happy, happy national. Did you celebrate? I did not. Although, you know, cheese is a keto food. So I, I would have been perfectly within my diet to celebrate cheese day. Yeah, I, I had, uh, we had leftover chili, but I try to think of creative ways to use leftovers. So I had some Jiffy cornbread mix in the pantry. And so I put the chili in a, in a, yeah pan thing whatever and I put the chili cornbread mix or the jiffy cornbread mix on top of it but I added cheese so to make cheesy cornbread oh I see yeah so that's what we had for dinner so that that, we had cheddar cheese cheese. that sounds great that sounds like one of those uh, can you make those red lobster biscuits I've never tried do you know what the I'm sure I could do you know what the most popular cheese in America is Craft singles? Nope, cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese is the most popular type of cheese. And do you know Velveeta. what? And do you know what the most popular cheese dish is in the United States? 
That would have to be mac and that, cheese. I'm not looking. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. It was uh, uh, January 20th. If that date, kind of like, you know, when I first said it, if that kind of tickled the back of your head and you went like, January 20th, that seems like an important date. It's Inauguration Day. Uh, inauguration take, takes place every four years on January 20th and will take place next on January 20th, 2024. So, And hopefully Trump will not be being inaugurated yes. again. Uh, but I thought you were going to say it's National Penguin Day. Nope, I but, skipped uh, right over that one. Because yeah. uh, you got a penguin joke? No, I don't, but... Uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, in 1953, civil rights leader Baynard Rustin is arrested in Los Angeles for sex with another man. January 20th. I mean, how do they know he had sex with another man? Did they? Were they there? Maybe he was an undercover officer. Did someone, you know, videotape? Maybe they were doing it in public, Adam. Maybe they were, maybe. Maybe they were filmed doing it. Maybe they were at a campground and uh, their sausage had gone bad. They could have found uh, themselves in a campground on a dark night, and uh, you know, strangers with a with a uh, a nefariously leveled RV. I don't think nefarious was the right word, but <laughs> no, you know, no. whatever. Nefariously, <laughs> ambiguously leveled. Well, what word am I looking for here? Uh, hastily leveled. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'll level your RV. Malevolently? <laughs> I don't know. No. Hastily, like uh, haphazardly. <laughs> haphazardly leveled. Uh, there, that works. Yeah, that's the word of the day, Adam, is haphazardly. Um, I, I got nothing. Uh, on this date in 1979, Gloria Gaynor's song, I Will Survive... Begins its 17-week climb up the Billboard Top 40. Hey, hey, I, I will surprise. I will, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got here? I don't know. Do you see anything that? Uh, I don't know. In uh, 2005, Disney's Animal Kingdom in Florida, Expedition Everest Peak is lowered into place, wow. making the, the new attraction nearly 20 stories high. That's true. Do you know that? You know the the height rule in Florida. Any any structure higher than 200 feet high has to have warning lights on top of it for air, airplanes, right? So it has okay, a blinking red okay. light on top of it. Um, so. The highest points of on Disney property are 199 and a half feet. Like it's like they have to keep everything under that because they don't want a big, huge, blinking, fucking red light on top of it that they can't turn off. That's you know it's going to ruin the uh, the nighttime. So it's like so. Uh, I was going to say is Expedition Everest is currently the tallest attraction. It's actually like uh, 199 and three quarters inches. It's like it, it's it's almost. You know, it's it's a quarter of an inch away from 200 feet. Isn't that isn't that exciting, Adam? It is. It is. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna skip down to uh, the Weekly World News. Uh, second Great Depression by April. Adam, by April. This is uh, January 20th, 1996. Do you know? Oh, that could happen. Well, actually. no, this would have been back in. Uh, did the Second Great Depression happen back in 1997? I forget. Uh, let's see. World economic collapse will come in April. What if they were just off on the year? Like, what if, what if it's going to be this year? 
You know that inflation, Daniel. It's uh, oh, here we go, sneaking here we go, up. Here we go. I always thought as a child that I wanted to be some kind of uh, the Fed chair. No, no, some kind of fake expert. Like, like you could, if I would just show up on a talk show, it would be like Daniel Brewer, UFO expert, or you know, like Daniel Brewer, mystic expert. You know, like so something. Did you say ho expert? No. I think you are a ho expert. No, UFO I... expert. No, because oh. because I was just like. That would be great. That would be the greatest thing in the world that I could be an expert on something that's completely made up because I could just you know keep making it up. I should have added to that list uh, uh, a biblical scholar. Okay. Biblical scholar also something you can't really prove because there's so many different interpretation uh, you know interpretations of it. But in Rome, Adam, homosexual activists can now add yet another historical figure to their roster: Satan. A leading biblical scholar oh, yeah. says he has proof that the prince of darkness is gay. Yeah. Prince of darkness. Okay, I, I the it. prince of darkness is gay. Well, you've seen, uh, you've seen the South Park movie, but I mean, that's proof right there. But what I'm saying, like, was that ever a question? Like what was that? I feel no. like that's say, saying like, turns out Jesus is Jewish. It's like, uh, like this isn't, this isn't like a shock, right? This is like, everyone knew that that's kind of like the start of the story. Right. So, uh, it just seems, of course, Satan is gay. Why, why does it take a biblical scholar to can, you know, to, uh, to basically be like, yeah, he's a hedonist. He's a hedonist. I don't know. I'm not saying that all gay people are hedonist. I'm just saying I am, uh, anything else you see in here? Nope. You know what, Adam? Uh, a lot of people have birthdays on um, on uh, January 20th throughout the years. We would like to say happy birthday to some of them right now. Uh, happy birthday, Joey Badass. You've turned 28 de- years old. I said almost a degree. <laughs> you've, turned, 28 degrees. you've turned 28 degrees. Yes, you have. Happy birthday, Evan Peters from American Horror Story and Dahmer. I guess. Uh, did you watch Dahmer? I did not. It was unsettling. Uh, Rain Wilson turned 57 and Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas turned 65. Is that a recent picture of Lorenzo Lamas? I because know. he's looking pretty good for 65. I, I that's, don't uh, think that's a recent photo of, of him. No. Uh, Bill Maher turned 67. David Lynch turned 77. And Buzz Aldrin turned 92. Anyone else you uh, recognize on the list here? Uh, Skeet Ulrich. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. But the name Skeet. Yeah. Uh, I think he was a singer. 53. Was a singer. Uh, Melissa, Melissa Rivers, yeah, yeah. 55. She's my age. Yeah. Melissa Rivers and I are the same age. Uh, born on this day, but sadly passed on. Uh, George Burns. Yeah, my great uncle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> took me a second. Happy right. birthday to all of you. He lived to be a really old age. George Burns? Yeah, I think he I think he was like a 101 or something when he died. I was thinking about him and Gracie the other day. And again, this is as you do. <laughs> I mean, who just goes around thinking about George Burns and Gracie? Do you, you know how I know who really, he is? Yeah. I loved the Oh God movies. Like, that's the only thing I know, George, but you know, Oh God, yeah. you devil. Yeah. Oh God, whatever, you devil too. And my, my point is, is that when you listen to old Burns and Allen skits, 
Gracie's the funny one. Gracie's the one that it's it, basically that's the only way you could be a female comedian back then is if you played like the straight man to someone else, but you, she flipped the script so that the straight man was actually the one giving the punchline. But it's, uh, I was just like, if, if, if Gracie Allen was alive today, she would just be a comedian. She would just be a headlining comedian, right? She didn't need George. That was, uh, that was all just, so she had to have a straight man next to her in order to give her credibility, which I just find incredibly sad. And yes, I was thinking about that this week. I know that's stupid, but I was reading an article in the New York times about dancing on stairs and they had, uh, an animation of, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? The, The Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. And I thought of the quote, Ginger Rogers had to do everything that, uh, what's his name? <laughs> the the dancer guy. George Burns? No, the dancer Oh, uh, Fred Astaire? Yeah. Gracie had to do everything, not Gracie. Ginger? <laughs> wow. I am so bad with female names. Uh, Ginger Rogers had to do everything Fred Astaire did except backwards. And so it's like, when you think about it, it's like yeah. Ginger Rogers was the real talent, not Fred Astaire. She was matching his steps, but backwards. And, uh, I feel like Gracie, I don't, you know, Gracie Burns was more funny than all I'm trying to, Oh my God. Okay. I don't even know how we got on this. How did we get on this? Good. By the way. Uh, so I have one last little thing. Too. I want to play. <laughs> I want to play something for you. Okay. And, uh, Tell me who this, who you think this sounds like. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that answered one of my questions. Not this guy. Are we really going to go through the process the lady. of what's happened? Absolutely. So I wrote a book called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. That, that, that sounds like Kathy Bacon. It does. It sounds like Kathy Bacon. Or are you just saying that because that was what was in the card? No, I didn't even see okay. the card. All I see on the card is voice. So I was listening to this podcast today, Freakonomics. Yeah. And he was interviewing some, uh, oh, what's her name? Some person. She wrote salt, fat, acid, heat. Kathy Bacon, apparently. Uh, And uh, she's a chef. Yeah. And she's a cookbook author. Are you just scared to do a Google search for some reason? Salt, No, I'm looking. Uh, Samin Nosrat is her name. Samin Nosrat. Samin Samin Nosrat. And I had never, I've seen her because she has a show on Netflix yeah. by the same name, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. She released it after. And I thought, oh my God, she sounds just like Kathy Bacon. Maybe. And I had the idea for that book. Oh my God, maybe it is Kathy Bacon. Or 2000, and that book came out in 2017. Think about, think about, so think about, think about, think about, Adam. Bacon, bacon has all of those things, right? It has salt because it's cured. It has uh, fat uh, because, you know, it's mainly fat. It has heat. Uh, and acid because of the stomach acid that digests it as I eat it. That, bacon is the perfect. Yeah, that is what that book is about. Maybe I, I never and I've like I said I've seen the show. I've seen her on other cooking shows, like as a judge and other things. Yeah. But today I was listening. I was like, oh my god, that's like Kathy Bacon's is, twin sister. Incredible. Uh, so that's that's it. That's it. You know what, Adam? Uh. We've had a lot of fun here tonight with the old chat room and, and, and talking and, and doing our, our little show. I always forget to lower the volume on that. Uh, if, you do. But you know what? It doesn't end for those of you in level 13. Uh, the after show is about to start right after this little theme song plays. And if you're 
wondering what that is, we have a behind-the-scenes club, a little fan club called Level 13. It's absolutely free to join. All you have to do is email us, contact at mixminuspodcast.com, and say, hey, I want to join your Level 13 club. That's all you have to do. Uh, we'll take care of the rest. Or you can just call our voicemail number if you want to report a celebrity death or talk to us, 707-61-DEATH. You can also use voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com to leave a higher quality voicemail on your old smart telephone. Uh, we'll be back. You know, I would never, Go ahead. I would never ask Kathy Bacon if she likes to cook. You know? Well, do, you, do you think she doesn't? Like, has she I don't know. I, I, she hasn't, but I mean, if she's writing cookbooks in her spare time, she must. How do you know it's her spare time? Like, what if that is her full-time job? This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>